Hi guys, do you wonder sometimes whether or not your program was a program impersonator? If you're confused, then this is an episode you definitely do not want to miss. We will sort it all out in today's episode. Let's dive in, my friends. Hi guys, welcome to today's episode. Welcome to the Grad School for Grown Folks podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vatter. Some people call me Dr. V. Some people call me Tanya, and you know what I'm going to say. Some people, dun dun dun, don't call me at all, and it is okay. Today's episode actually was inspired by a phone call I got, I want to say probably a couple of weeks ago. And the client that called, the person was not a client at first, but the person that called had a very, very common gripe. Um, And it's interesting. Our topic today is program impersonators. I have not heard um, the gripe that I'm going to share with you guys today. I haven't heard it that frequently um, about online programs as much as I have about face-to-face programs. So today's episode, and you may like, let me know. Um, as a matter of fact, after you guys hear this um, episode, go ahead and send me an email if this is common online. I know when I was working at um, Abilene Christian University, um, I didn't see this happen as much. I didn't hear this happen as much, but what I am dubbing (laughs) program impersonator is you think you're going there for instance I'm going to say this person is interested in leadership in higher education so say for instance this particular university packaged their deal as um, a school that can definitely prepare this a client or this student as a leader once they finish graduating they would be very, very successful and equipped for leadership in higher education. And she was like, well, but Dr. V, I'm frustrated because all of my assignments that we do in class are geared towards K through 12. And on top of that, she's like, and I teach in higher ed. Like, this is a problem for me, she said, because what I want to do in my work after I finish with a degree and while I'm continuing to apply for um, opportunities as a graduate student, they're all in higher ed. And none of the work that we're doing in class is preparing me for it. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you guys um, what you need to do if you are too in that position. And it could be the flip side. It could be that maybe your program 
um, is an online program or a face-to-face program, and they are only catering to higher ed. And you're somebody who wants to focus on leadership in K through 12, right? So it could be the flip side of that, right? Doesn't matter. Just take whatever I say today. I'm going to use her example today for um, to give you the tips that I'm going to give you, but just flip the flip the levels that I give you right all right so this is why I call it program impersonator because I have seen a particular school in program that I will say they typically this particular school I'm thinking about they do bombard the students with all K through 12 assignments I mean like and then if you're a person who works in if you've ever worked in higher ed, let me tell you something. If you've ever worked in higher ed, look, I used to be K through 12 before, and I've also taught in higher ed before. And let me tell you, look, I know you, I know you all in the K through 12 love doing the group work and the poster board stuff. Huh. <laughs> But higher education people do not particularly like doing that. We don't. The markers, the sticky notes, and all that stuff. Yes, uh, we don't like doing all that, right? So that can get a little cumbersome, tire, tiresome, and annoying. Just plain annoying. Because typically people who teach in higher ed, we don't typically... The personalities are very different. Like, seriously, like there's an archetype that goes with that. Like, there's a different personality that goes with K through 12. But even like, um, even if you look at the levels of K through 12, there's a different personality, right? Like, if you look at the elementary level of teachers uh, in K through 12, there's a different elementary level. There's a different middle school level. And then there's a chill high school level. It's no different with higher ed. But here's what has to happen. And if you are in a graduate program, in her case, where you are clearly not getting what you need in your program and you are afraid that they are not going to uh, successfully or effectively equip you for where you're going and (laughs) especially for your study. I'm going to give you three things. All right. And I'm going to use her situation um, as an example, because it's ideal for what I'm thinking about and the school I'm thinking about right now. So let me go through this issue again. The issue is the program uh, sold itself as one that could prepare her for her higher education dreams of being in a leadership position but all of the assignments are geared towards um k through 12 so when they're in class their assignments all are k through 12 when they're having discussions they're all k through 12 and she feels like hey i'm not going to be prepared for my higher education uh dream job all right so the first thing you want to do is when you get your assignments and you get the opportunity and given the chance to choose, you want to always choose your higher education topics. The bottom line is in a case like this, you're going to have to empower yourself and take the lead. Like, especially if you have already invested time, we know you've invested money because you're there, right? If you've already invested time and you're like, I'm too, I'm in, I'm in this, I can't turn around now, you're going to have to take the lead and empower yourself. Don't even whine about it. 
choose higher education topics. And this is exactly what I told her. You got to have to empower yourself and power through it. Okay. Number two, you're going to have to read articles when given the opportunity and the option. Always choose higher ed. So you are bringing in that higher ed literature. Don't choose the uh, the 12, the K through 12. If you are in class and you're working in those groups, you know, like if you're in class from 5 to 10 p.m., like the face-to-face program she's in, then you need to make sure that if you are, um, if there are three of you guys um, or four of you in a group and somebody has to be elementary, middle school, um, high school, that fourth person that's you, you need to represent college. All right. So always be that voice for college. So whether that professor is keeping, um, whether they are keeping your goal at the forefront or not, you should always be keeping it at the forefront. And I'll tell you why. Unfortunately, some professors are not willing to go outside their comfort zone. So if K through 12 is what they're comfortable teaching, Um, And if that's the audience they are used to speaking to, then that is exactly where they're going to go. Some professors don't want to step outside of the scope and learn anything new to speak to a new audience. So you're going to have to empower yourself and take the lead on that. Number three, include higher ed in your discussions in class and in your online discussions. So. You're going to have to be that person that becomes the expert in higher ed, which to me is favorable. To me, it makes you the expert early, really, honestly. And if your topic is higher ed, which I'm sure if you're writing a dissertation or a thesis, I'm sure it's higher. I'm sure it's higher ed. You become the expert pretty early, which is not a bad thing at all, my friend. All right. So, yeah, you'll have to um, expose yourself and provide what you need early and you'll have to do it probably throughout. Um, And yeah, it's yeah, it's not cool that you have to pay to do that. (laughs) You're like, well, I have to teach myself, basically. Well, not really, but you do have to um, provide the modifications <laughs> uh, for uh, advanced learning, the GT stuff for yourself, if you will. Um, and that's true. Unfortunately, I love that you brought this to the forefront because it's true. It's it's unfortunate, but it's true. I believe someone else had this concern when I was in graduate school. I mean, I even believe that I just remember that, yeah, that those of us who had worked on both sides of the field, we did K through 12 before and higher ed, we were more willing to, we were less annoyed because we had worked with K through 12 before and college. And then those who had only worked through uh, K, um, through, um, those who had only worked with college, they were not happy with like the group assignments and stuff and the K through 12 conversations. You guys know how the K through 12 conversations go. You know, you're supposed to be talking about one thing and then you end up talking about teachers and admins and district leaders. It just gets really like it's it's just really it, you go off off task. <laughs> 
And the higher ed people are not like that. They do not like that. So I get it. I get it. I get it. And this person is no different. She wants to get to the meat of what her goals are as a higher ed leader and the goals she wants to accomplish. And I don't blame her because she has paid and she is paying her money to do so. So I'm going to tell you again, just in case someone else is in the same boat. Number one, focus all of your assignments as many as you can um, when given the option and opportunity on your particular level and topic. Number two, read those articles um, and literature on your level and topic. Number three, bring that into the discussion online and in the face-to-face program and empower yourself and take the lead early. I hope you guys have found this episode useful. You know what I say. Do it well when you decide to do if I want to say, you know, I want you all to have fun. You know, I feel like sometimes you guys are not having fun, but I don't want you to have too much fun to where you're in school for six, seven, and eight years, because as you all are journeying through your programs, things are are just changing. Unfortunately, they're not changing um, in the programs um, for the better. So I, I do want to see you all go ahead and take care of business and get out. But I want you to have fun when you do it and do it well supported. You know what I say, if you decide to do it and when you decide to do it and since you decide to do it, do it well and do it with us. See you next time.